Sports This Week in Sleeves with your host, the great lord, Joshua Regal and Sleazy K. This podcast has been rated Category 3. No one under 18 may be permitted. Let's talk some fucking cash! No, we've not started whoring ourselves out to increase listenership yet. No, this title by the theater is dedicated to Cash Chin Monkey, director Cash Chin, who was then a strong creative force making category free exploitation, horror, comedy, erotic owl in the same movie, uh, preferably. Uh, but when that trend was over, and or rather. You know, when that trend was not so much a trend anymore, they still they still made category three movies. He still kind of delivered movies every now and again. Everything from the Eternal Evil of Asia, Sex and Sand Two, which we covered on the show, to Naked Poison and The Forbidden Legend, Sex and Chopsticks One and Two. But the movies we picked by Cash Chin, however, are 1997's The Fruit Is Swelling, the category three version of the Penny Marshall directed Tom Hanks starrer Big. Oh boy, and his uh, yes indeed, and his last movie today. At the time of recording, we are going to cover as well. 2011's The 33 D Invader, and I was always rather almost sure that that movie would be a 3D movie because they got the 33 D Invader. Mm-hmm. But no, they just went for the boob thing. <laughs> you know, it's one for the boob thing. Yeah, exactly. There's there's enough thought in there. We don't need to add 3D to that thought and. Uh, and uh, they did it, but anyway, this Boop. is hmm? boobs and boobs. Uh, so this is this week in sleeves twenty three. I'm sleeves again with me. Here's the great one, Joshua Regal. How are you, buddy? Six a.m. in the morning. Doing well, sir. I'm ready to rock. Oh, you, you could be a voiceover artist, like <laughs> like uh, you, you in can a du- world. You can dub Batman with that voice. Hell you know? yeah! Give me the chance, man. You know, uh, is uh, Kevin Conroy uh, stepping down? So maybe there's an option to voice Batman. Peter Weller in the recent uh, was it Dark Knight Returns uh, animated movies. Mm-hmm. Peter Weller, so if, Pe- so if Peter Weller can do it, so can I because Fucking he's a right. loser. <laughs> exactly. What's he ever done? <laughs> yeah, robot <What>, transfers. <laughs> Leviathan. Leviathan. <laughs> Don't see me in any bad movies. I like Leviathan. Shut up. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, I used to watch it as a kid. It was great. <laughs> it's great. I know. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, one of the a- alien ripoffs that is actually good. You know, fucking mm. okay, Richard Crenna, Daniel Stern. Uh, God, God damn it! What was the uh, actor in uh, in Ghostbusters who played uh, Winston? Winston. Uh, I don't know his name. Winston, though. God <laughs> damn it! Why why do I get myself into these kind of troubles? Like on you know live on the show now. <laughs> Sleazy K has to abort to make sure Eddie Ernie Hudson, isn't it? Ernie Hudson. There we fucking go. Yes, yes. It was on an episode of uh, How I Met Your Mother. Damn it. (laughs) And there you reveal your weaknesses as a TV viewer. Uh, I I, I (laughs) watch How I Met Your Mother. I don't only watch Breaking Bad. I watch How I Met Your Mother. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bernie Stinson's so funny, though. (laughs) I watch that show like once, like, huh. Well, well, it's okay. it's like my favorite sitcom. You really? know, I don't normally enjoy sitcoms. You know, I, I can't stand uh, Two and a Half Men and stuff like that. But I 
Love me somehow. I met your mother. Yeah, good on you, man. And uh, so <laughs> you're just praying for 13 more seasons, like go on forever. You have a yes. Uh, Don't ever tell the kids. <laughs> and uh, as uh, but uh, on this show we have an, uh, an a supply of category three movies that are not going to uh, dry up anytime soon, and uh, there's a lot of cash chain movies to cover as well. But tonight, uh, as I said, it is the fruity swelling and the further free D invader, and we're going to talk about those. In a little bit, uh, this is this weekend's lease on the Podcast on Fire Network, and you can reach this show on podcastonfire.com and all the bonus episodes. And at the time of recording, I'm just going to pimp uh, that uh, we changed up the site a little bit to make it a bit more user-friendly, ditched some sections, made it a, a bit more simple, including adding uh, buttons to your our uh, Facebook and iTunes and Stitcher. But the great Lord Joshua Regal helped out redesigning some of the uh, buttons that you find at the top of the page. So... Uh, Cheers to, cheers to you for for helping out and uh, updating them and creating some new buttons for us. So. Weren't nothing to it. And uh, so, because uh, I, I wanted to update some pictures, uh, like the Japan of Fire one, like uh, we had Daimajin in there, which is cool, but uh, god damn it, that one ghost in shell in there, and uh, you know, I wanted to... Uh, I didn't go to the lengths of like, we gotta have Michael Wong in the podcast on fire button, because uh, it's too obscure, so I settled with Giant fat, so but uh, it was a hard thing to settle with, you know. I want my good one in there. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and, we, and we couldn't change this weekend's leaves because obviously that button is uh, perfect as it is with yeah. Ch- Charlie Cho seeing a pair of uh, boobies and, you know, mouth, <laughs> mouth open, and there you go. That's it. Uh, but anyway, that is all on podcastonfire.com. Email for feedback podcastonfire at googlemail.com and said Facebook presence facebook.com forward slash POF network. That is the page that you can uh, like. So uh, get us up to uh, 300 likes uh, sometime uh, this year. We, we, we're not a big page, we're not getting like, constant likes, but uh, you know, that's a goal at the end of uh, this year 300 likes. So uh, check that out, but also join the discussion over in the discussion group that you can reach via the link on that page or type in podcast on fire network in the facebook search box and i do uh, sorry we're also on twitter twitter.com forward slash podcast on fire and over to me i do writing me 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 i do writing of uh, this uh, filth uh, usually uh, occasionally over at sogoodreviews.com have reviewed a fair few cash chin movies uh, and also do a little video video reviews at sleazykvideo.com more like small two three minute um commentaries on the movies obviously it, it, it is a spoken review but it's not uh, it's not high art and high production quality or anything because I can't do that it's uh, s- simple and neat at lisakvideo.com and I tweet at twitter.com forward slash so good reviews slash slash forward slash <laughs> I am shunning my connery for some reason now forward, forward. I, I tweet that for forward fucking forward slash fucking Sean Connery <laughs> <laughs> no, follow me, cunt. <laughs> Man, dead on. Son. I mean, he's old. He, he can he can say whatever he likes okay. at this point and tweet about whatever. Sorry. Our fucking James Bond got Garrett. One hundred and forty characters, my arse. Every woman needs a good punch in the face. <laughs> Dear Lord, yeah. you know, watch, <laughs> watching these old James Bond movies is is kind of. You know, astonishing in a way. When I first watched Goldfinger when I was a bit older, that scene at the beginning where he meets Felix uh, Leiter, he uh, he sends his woman away, Sean Connery, and he, or James Bond, and he uh, smashes her, her on the bottom to send her away. Like, it's like, whoa, you can't do that in today's movies. No. 
Uh, I like that. that it, it's like a time capsule, you know. We could do this. No one thought of it. And she smiles back here at right. him. Like, <laughs> cute. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a sweetie. And uh, there we are. Where were we? Twitter. Uh, Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Twitter.com forward slash so good reviews is my Twitter account. If Sean Connery has one, look it up. I don't know if it's the actual Sean Connery, the real Sean Connery, or real Sean, Sean Connery. God damn it, is my tweet handle. <laughs> He might have, like, his publicist might have one set up for him. Yeah, well, I don't know if he needs one uh, in actuality, you know, because he's not doing movies anymore, so it's like uh, he he doesn't need, uh, like, the um, attention because uh, he's, you know, cemented in a cemented legendary status and all of that. But I would love... Even though he retired or whatever, supposedly he had, like, such a horrible time on the set of uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen or whatever. And uh, and before you say anything, even if he dislike that movie, fuck you, that movie rocked. I lo- I like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That was fun. I've you know, never seen it. Considering but... that was such a hard movie to film with Norrington and Connery like uh, clashing, I like that movie. It was fun. Like fucking that uh, ginger guy from all those Guy Ritchie movies was like doc- uh, was Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, and he turned into a big monster and shit. Like it was fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's doing a voice thing. That's his last movie I heard, and that's it uh, for like a Scottish animated movie, Scottish produced or. Like, Sean, you can't swear in the booth. I don't fucking care! Sleep <laughs> it out, dude. It'll be alright. Like, despicable me free while despicable this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, calm down. <laughs> despicable Sean Connery. <laughs> despicable shit. Am I done yet? <laughs> <laughs> Give me oh, my paycheck. We can just extract, like, <laughs> an entire performance for full full length based on those three sentences like yeah you can play an animal you know a dog you know <laughs> 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 that's not how a dog sounds well that's the best we got you know what are we gonna do <laughs> that's the way Sean Connery talks anyway back to the contact information uh, this is a uh, Oh, off track already but whatever uh, iTunes we can be subscribed to on iTunes uh, this week in Sleaze that is and if you like the show and our Sean Connery uh, chat or, and uh, impressions uh, please leave a star rating uh, and uh, or a little written comment uh, that would be very much appreciated and stream us over at Stitcher Stitcher.com you can do that online but the smoothest ways to do it via the application available to your iPhone Android or iPad subsequently. I thought there was a BlackBerry app, and uh, as a matter of fact, I don't think it is. It's still rumored to be uh, to uh, to get an app on BlackBerry, so we'll see if that happens. But anyway, uh, once you're in Stitcher, type in Podcast on Fire in the search thing, and uh, you can add us to your favorite list uh, that way. And uh, over to ShelfLifeClothing.com, of course, our our saint of the um, Podcast on Fire network. He's done various jingles, including. Uh, uh, for this show, uh, co-authored the intro jingle because you helped out changing that jingle. So, uh, Shelf Life Clothing's Brian Kirby. Uh, support him, buy some t-shirts at shelflifeclothing.com. His various movie-themed t-shirt, t-shirts, but uh, movie-themed in a way where he's uh, made up movies, movie posters, and put them on a t-shirt, like uh, like the discussed the stuff, uh, like Zero Sword versus Wolf Human and what have you, and the uh, gambling vampire uh, t-shirts. There. Awesome. So go get them. Uh, at the time of recording, it is September. Uh, we're it's shaping out to be a busy fall at the Podcast on Fire Network. So I'm not sure if this will be a September episode or a mid-October episode or maybe November because we're doing 
Hong Kong Horror Month at the Podcast on Fire Network, meaning four uh, podcasts uh, over there uh, in October. So I don't know if we're going to balance it with uh, this weekend's lease. But regardless, uh, if it does come out this month in October or November, pimp, pimp Varied Celluloid and uh, what you're doing in October over there, because I think it's relevant to discuss uh, your yearly October uh, shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, VeryTillyLate.net We always do every Halloween Do like uh, the Halloween Horror Spectacular where mm-hmm. I try to review as many horror movies As possible, try to do Really about 30 or so During the month Have you started yet? No <laughs> so, you do it here, so you do it in the month, like 1st of October Go Yeah. Kind of thing. Well right. I mean actually it depends I mean, You know a lot of times I'll have like a backlog Of about you know try to get like six or seven done before the month starts mm-hmm. that way the first week i can be review- watching movies and writing reviews uh this time's gonna be kind of difficult because of uh really just how much stuff i've got on my plate right this second but gonna do my best and try to get a few of them done at least uh in the next couple of weeks i'll try to probably start loading up uh horror movies and everything like that and I got a tip for you. Go for all these uh, old black and white uh, universal horror yeah. movies because they're so goddamn short. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I love, man. I, I mean, love. I love when I look up and I see the timers on like eighty minutes or something. You know? Well, they're even shorter some of them. Like this, sp- barely breaking seventy sometimes. Like, right. Cool. I mean, like I watched The Invisible Man for the first time recently. I think that was mm-hmm. just above seventy. So like in and out quickly. So. God, I love that. Yeah. So, or, I mean, or, may, I or maybe, have... uh, maybe like uh, uh, Roman porno horror is there such a thing? How fish? God damn it! Because then you would have like sixty-minute movies to cover. Exploitation in a no. fair amount of nun movies in there, but uh, well, yeah. no one, te- well, no one's telling you what to do, so you can do whatever you like over there. Like. <laughs> no, but yeah, that, I planned on doing that last year, and actually, I plan, I guess, hoping to do a little bit of that this year too. Go through uh, some classic horror, which is an area that I really need to, you know, bone up on. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, there's a decent amount of it on Netflix. So right on. Yeah. yeah, well, uh, looking forward to the selection you will present because it's not uh, something you, um, as a follower of your site, uh, reader of your site, can uh, predict. That's why right. it's uh, always, uh, always cool to see what you come up with. So, veritsadiloid.net, and you're on Facebook and Twitter and all of that good stuff as well. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you follow Sean Connery's Twitter? <laughs> uh, yes. I'm a huge follower. So someone should have a com- comedy account by now, you know, because Twitter sure is so vast. Like Sean Connery curses at Sean Connery curses, or some cle- <laughs> clever name akin to that. You know, Con- Connery don't give a shit, or short a shorter like version misogynist of misogynist comments all day and things like that. Don't Homophobic rants would be great. I doubt it will be up uh, that long, so they- they'd have to maybe drop that occasionally. And well, say that. Like, well, 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 we're just quoting. We're not saying this. We're just quoting because he's he said that. Uh, they but, have like fake Will Ferrell accounts and stuff like, I like that. that. With yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, so. Well, he's not saying anything nasty. So the one I the one I follow the one I follow is you know just funny as hell because it's yeah. uh, they quote the best stuff. You know, we'll come up with some versions of what I don't know. What they think Will Ferrell or his character might say, you know, or is that, right. or, or maybe I'm not not following that one. Maybe I'm just following the fake Ron Burgundy account. Maybe that's it. We, 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 which is funny, funny shit as well. So, see, there you go. 
So, uh, okay, let's take a short uh, musical break with some music from the epic Fruit, the uh, Fruity Swelling. And uh, after that musical break, we'll be back to discuss and uh, try and balance the discussion, uh, talking about uh, why this movie is uh, almost bad taste or whether it is bad taste. Remember, the category free version, meaning it's a sex movie, of Penny Marshall's Tom Hanks star pick. You know, soak that in for 30 seconds and listen to music from the movie, and we'll be right back. Welcome back, and we are going to discuss The Fruit is Swelling from 1997, a plot from my review of the film. Peach Chu is eight years old, played here by Maggie Wong, and she's jealous that her older sister Lichi, or Lichi, played by Christine Hung, gets to hang out with boys. Uh, being an adult sure looks like the better deal, so she asks the sacred tree her mom, played by Kingdom Yun, prays at every morning, uh, and she asks that the tree makes her 18 years old. Along with, with her friend Fatty, the wish comes true and Peach sets out to discover the world. Along the way there's first uh, romance with swimming teacher Danny, played by Jimmy Wong, and heartbreak, while everyone around her is having casual sex like crazy. <laughs> so uh, there you go, uh, a little bit of background again on Catch Chin, I don't know much about it, so I'm just gonna drop some um, you know, credits and movies he's worked on and stuff like that. So in as many de um, characters and profiles in Hong Kong cinema, he wasn't just one thing. Uh, he's been script supervisor, assistant director and stuff like that before stepping into directing himself. Uh, so, you know, um, Hong Kong Movie Database also lists uh, such credits as on recent movies. You know, he was apparently assistant director on 3D Sex and Zen. Uh, which makes sense, you know, he knows his stuff. Uh, it was a debut director on that movie, um, actually, which we will cover eventually. He was planner on your favorite movie of the last week, The Last Tycoon. Oh, uh, yeah. Planner, you know, w worked on behind the scenes, you know, um, you know, managing the movie to some degree, you know. Uh, so, Darn. Uh, so, that, so Cash Chin was on that. The Wong Jing directed uh, Mainland Friendly, The Last Tycoon, apparently. Very. <laughs> We, it sounded so transparent the way it's mainland friendly that made me like oh I, I wanted to see that movie because apparently there's shooting there's Wong Jing Chow you're fat Francis um, but apparently it's like two hours of uh, I don't know flag waving to some flag degree. waving basically yeah I mean there is a pretty one, maybe one or two good little action sequences in it but yeah for the most part it's like like I described it I think as uh Chayun Fett, Chayun Fett crying for two hours because he can't save all of China. Mm, yeah, you yeah. know, like, ugh. Uh, and, and that's all you need to know. That, uh. Yeah. <laughs> Melodrama, uh, you know, some seriously patriotic stuff, which is okay, but, you know, it gets old and tiring mm. real quick, especially when you're like, you know, I don't know, you're picturing people being forced to say this shit, you know, it's like, yeah. ah. 
Well, uh, further on, Cash Chain was also apparently the planner on Andrew Lau's The Guillotines, which, um, by the sound of it, didn't sound, uh, sound <laughs> very appealing. Another didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> well, that barely had any guillotines in it. So, oh, you know, no guillotines, my you know, friend. So, so it's like, well, what's the point there? But anyway, back to his directing career. He's uh, a director of, uh, to date, 17 films, including, again, The Eternal Evil of Asia from 1995, I think, uh, where Elvis Choice character is, um, his head is transformed into a dickhead. It's one of the most amazing sights in that movie. Um, of many sides, you know, it's not that gag in that movie. That movie is really, really good all throughout. So we're going to cover that eventually. Sex and Sam 2, we watched and liked. A very insane roller coaster of a flick. In 1999, he directed The Fruit is Ripe 3, which he was also the cinematographer on. It's kind of Fruit is Swelling is maybe the second because in title wise crazy love from 1993 could be said be considered the first but they are not connected so fruit is right free is um it's a very very separate entity uh cash chain was also the cinematographer on the fruit is right uh, free apparently and recently um well it's four or five years ago now but uh, he uh directed the forbidden legend sex and chopsticks one and two which came out a year apart the first one was a goofy uh, take on the plum in the golden vase the famous erotica novel the second uh, movie was uh, very much true to that m- book's uh, dark tone so you, you got two very distinct uh, movies in that regard so is fruit is fruit is ripe is that related to uh, the fruit is swelling nope not no. at jimmy uh-huh. wong is in it though. that's it Oh, okay. So, so uh, we'll we'll get to uh, actually at the end of my review uh, a breakdown a little bit of the um, how you translate the Chinese titles. I can just say this: it seems like they added some kind of tag on the movies, you know, a recognizable wording, but they didn't they didn't connect the movies. So it was sort of a add this tag for commercial purposes, or it just makes sense kind of thing. <laughs> I don't know, uh, but uh, we'll we'll get to that. Uh, but uh, we'll we'll cover the Forbidden Legend, Sex and Chopsticks one and two eventually because I thought they were uh, really cool actually. Uh, but on to the review. So Joshua, after struggling with uh, your morals, I suppose watching this movie, <laughs> what did you think of it? In short, first, and then we'll uh, kind of uh, discuss this. In uh, it, it's a movie that um, spurs interesting discussions about uh, what's the what's really going on here you know and then maybe so was it what did you think of it was did it make you uncomfortable for instance um you know that's the thing there are moments in the fruity swelling that i do find uh you know does kind of make the viewer i don't you know at least from you know this culture like looking you know over there you know it does certain moments are a little bit iffy like a little bit uh morally you know oh should the movie be going in this direction mm-hmm. but you know kind of when you cast aside a lot of uh, tiny little objections and stuff like that and you get with the movie I do think that uh, overall you know it's a very sentimental movie very sentimental tale and uh, it's easy to get with and it's kind of fun because of that yeah I agree it's oddly sweet and touching uh, because it's a it's a busy category free movie uh, you know, smoothly integrated elements or not to get to that rating, you know what I mean? Because the main core of the, uh, you know, the story, if you just were to focus on Peach, uh, yeah, it, they it would have gotten a Category 3 rating possibly because of the nudity, but, um, you know, otherwise uh, the core is um, more family-friendly than anything else. Uh, you know, and, and sex is shoehorned in, a shoe K introduction is shoe, shoehorned in, but... 
it is. At the core, you know, Cash Team uh, does uh, well, you know, and managed to not step over, you know, the limits uh, where it's uh, all wrong. This, you know, uh, you know, because uh, the scenario is threatening, obviously on paper, being an adult movie, to have an eight-year-old in an eighteen-year-old body going around fucking everybody. But <laughs> that's not what he does. Oh, know. thank God. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, speaking of Shoe K's cameo, you know, talk about shoehorning in a commercial element. Like, let's have Shoe K in a white bikini introduce the movie. Hi, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna tell you a story now. Like, <laughs> might as well start it off like, Hi, I'm Holly, uh, Hollywood and Hong Kong film star Shoe K. I'm here to tell you about, yeah. It's like this sexy crypt keep, although it's not a horror story, you know. Right. <laughs> I thought she it would turn out like what I thought was gonna happen was like she was gonna be somehow the young girl's nope. older self. Nope. Nope. No, not at all. <laughs> she they they shot her in you know, in the afternoon one day, you know, and uh and got the you know, it's a marketing thing. They they they, right. they made her part of the marketing, I guarantee you that. They didn't put oh. her on the poster as far as I know, but uh Oh really? Uh which would have been great, like in a corner at least, like hi, I'm in it too. <laughs> I'm, hey everybody come see my new movie what but they, she she was kind of you know she, she'd broken by that point received awards for Viva Erotica Shuke and yeah. was uh, you know already making mainstream movies so this was not like you know her paying rent for that month desperately you know what I mean I think this so. was even after Millennium Mambo huh around that time uh, maybe I, I was thought Millennium Mambo was maybe at the ter- end of the millennium but who I think it was 2001 right well I then it's uh, 97 exactly so uh, but um, so it, it leads um, it isn't a horror story it leads into a sweet setup you know <laughs> so you know, you know sexy crypt keeper doesn't tell a horror story <laughs> so it leads into this sweet uh, story with a sweet piano, piano score you know we, we see a, a very you know stunning little actress Maggie Wong uh, she she's great in this movie, and it's kind of the movie also with uh, dialogue between husband and wife that goes a little bit something like this, and it leads into talking about Elvis Choi and Kingdom Yoon. You know, their first scene where uh, Elvis Choi is um, saying, uh, "No, no, it's not Elvis Choi. He's uh, he, he wants to have sex." She thinks so because she hears the sound of a porno playing downstairs. So the subtitles go: "If you'd like me to shout on bed, I'll shout for you." <laughs> 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 what? <Yeah. laughs> so that's the first interaction you know, between them, and then Kingdom Yoon and Elvis Joy like realizes that Peach is watching uh, pornography downstairs. So you know, you liking Elvis Joy and liking Kingdom Yoon, you know, what's your thought yeah. on like their roles here? And Elvis Joy is this uh, sex machine. <laughs> I wanted to say, I wanted to think uh, you told me about uh, these two being in the film but as soon as I saw them I was just like super stoked (laughs) especially my girl Kingdom yes who I adore but uh, yeah Elvis Choi is definitely like a standout here he's he's a wild man as it uh, goes along He's a bad dad, you know. He's, he's, he's a terrible like, husband. <laughs> a terrible husband and dad and everything. He's easily distracted by porn, isn't he? I love how and everybody in the movie, you know, it's just like that Category 3 thing where everybody's just like, isn't he silly? When everybody really should be like, what a scumwad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the um, that uh, you first see Peach watching the porn and she's, She's obviously think it's she thinks it's funny but scary at the same time. That that's a great reaction shot. Uh, they they don't put it in the same 
frame obviously um, she's just watching something off screen like and Cash Chin saying smile be a little terrified smile be a little terrified but I think it's a per pitch perfect reaction because you watch that Tay look funny what's he doing to her yeah. you know he's it's... hitting her with his club <laughs> exactly that's what she says you know uh, yeah. why why does the man hit the girl with his club you know so it, it's a it's a perfect reaction and uh, Elvis and Kingdom isn't in the movie that much but I think it's a perfect perfect thing to catch, uh, cast them as man and wife because they're so they both are familiar with uh, being uh, comedic presences they're, they're not above you know um, uh, Robert this is not below them to appear in a category 3 movie for, for neither of them you know so uh, uh, and, and uh, they have no shame really if, if the director wants them to perform a very crude joke both of them will <laughs> And uh, so it's uh, I, I I love um, when Elvis uh, he doesn't turn off the porn that um, Peach is watching because he's transfixed by it and says like again this is from the subtitles and the word post is uh, position but uh, the quote is honey this post we haven't tried it before <laughs> 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 so it's like perfect I mean uh, you know and it, it gets the tone right it's I think you know, even though it doesn't sound like it belongs like it's sweet and adult at the same time. yeah. Well, he, I mean, I was just thinking, it's like, he, he, throughout the movie, he's basically cheating on his wife and everything like that. But, like, the night before all this started, they were together, I guess, watching the porno movie. Mm -hmm. So, know, just, Which is nice and healthy. Yeah, it's good, that. you know. But uh, normally it seems like he'd probably be the, alone watching it, you know. Yeah, well, he probably has a stack, uh, <laughs> a alone time stack, who knows, you know. Jeez. Uh, but 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 uh, she, the character of Peach, you know, again played by Maggie Wong, the little uh, eight nine year old girl. Uh, I really like. Uh, she is adorable, and I like that they they depict her as a kid, you know, because mm -hmm. she's uh, she she uh, perceives in an honest way the things she sees, you know. As she remember the scene where uh, Fatty has brought a uh, porno mag to school, and uh, they're sitting there. Why? You know why is she doing that again? That you know why is he, uh, why, why is she being hit with a club? And uh, and I think wasn't it? I might remember be remembering wrong, but she's bought a brought a gay porno mag to school. I think it looked uh, like uh, she talked about. I got this from my brother. So yeah, yeah, it's my brother, and it has all kinds of strong boys in it, or something like that. Yeah. So it's like, uh, well, they're, they're curious, but they're not like... I, I think it's a very honest depiction of uh, kids in that regard. Yeah. They don't uh, cash in. I don't know who wrote this. I don't uh, remember if that was in the credits, uh, and it's not on HKMDB, but regardless, I think they... Uh, or what do you think? Do, do you think it's an honest uh, view and uh, suitable view of how kids uh, perceive things? Uh, yeah, I would say so. I mean, it's very simplistic and stuff like that, but, uh, you know... It has uh, that certain level of naivete to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they they think um, I think Peach or maybe Fatty says that. Uh, well, well, the teacher asks, you know, uh, about uh, how babies are made and all of that. And I think one of them says like uh, uh, they come out of uh, the mom's uh, asshole. Asshole. A lot of that in this movie. <laughs> and I say asshole because that's the subtitles uh, saying that's what that's out of mom's mom's bottom or whatever. But. Uh, uh, but, but Peach is sharp, you know. She knows about category three movies because she she knows Kingdom. You and her mom is bullshitting her. Like, uh, oh, what was that movie, mom? Well, um, well, when the and and you know she says, I know those are category three movies, mom. <laughs> so it's like, uh, oh, 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 you know, making the mom really uncomfortable. So, 
Um, you aren't familiar with Big, I gather. No. The actual the Tom Hanks movie. How how on earth haven't you seen Big? <laughs> I've seen bits and pieces of it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. As a kid, uh, I wasn't I imagine, big... I imagine it's a movie that's around you all the time, like TV, yeah. and your rental, yeah. and now DVD. Like, so you know, oh, yeah, it used to come on TNT station here all the time, but uh, I don't know. I would always just like flick past it. You know, I was probably like. 16 seeing The Breakfast Club for the first time. So certain movies that uh, I thought I wouldn't like or something as a kid, I just never watched. And that was probably one of them, even though I know it's a, probably a pretty darn good movie. I just mm. haven't went back and rewatched it or watched it. And you, like, uh, went on this uh, tear with your friends, like, hey guys, have you heard of Simply Red? You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, come on, man. I know you you watch movies that are old, but man, you can't bring up hit music from 1994 all of a sudden. <laughs> like, don't you forget about me. <laughs> Ding! <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, what else? I mean, in Big, obviously, um, the Tom Hanks character uh, makes a wish to the Mr. Zoltar machine, you know, that I want to be big, and uh, he... Uh, See, I've it, seen that, you know, and I, I kind of get... I know the basic stuff from it. I've seen enough clips from it, you know, and everything. Yeah, okay, I get to be on top, that sort of stuff. I've seen yeah. like enough little clips from Big in my time to kind of put it together in my head. But so, uh, so, so what did you think out there? They, because they transferred it to Hong Kong uh, to make it very uh, more Hong Kong centric, if you will. That that sacred tree kind of thing. So yeah, sacred tree adds an element of weirdness to it that uh, I mean, is definitely I, I, welcome. I, I think it's a. Uh, Quite taken out of reality, you know. Um, that uh, you know, you, you can go daily to either a temple or, or in case a sacred tree to wish for good luck. But uh, do you remember what Kingdom Yun uh, seemingly goes uh, w- wishes daily at that time? Oh, yeah, gambling. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be successful and everyone around me fail, basically. <laughs> and then, and then right next to her comes her like adversary at whatever they do mahjong or whatever it is yeah. and she comes up uh, wishing for kingdom Yoon to actually fail <laughs> by name let let her fail i must sit there and you know have good luck da, 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 da. and they nearly get into a brawl at the sacred tree it's amazing she never comes off as great in kingdom Yoon, considering that she gets very yeah. loud most of the time very loud woman yeah uh, so it's a it's it's sign of a skilled comedian obviously and she's uh, so sexy. She's very good looking, you know, and uh, I, I uh, very much like her. You know, she she's never given a part because she is, you know, sexy. Uh, sexy and beautiful. She's never given a part where you know she's the ugly, funny one or anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So because normally, you know, as horrible as it sounds, it's uh, they don't usually combine beautiful, sexy women and being funny. Uh, yeah, you know, normally so. Uh, so, so I, I, I get that uh, first signs of uh, Cash Chin may be making something uncomfortable for us but I, I, have, a, I have a take on this and um, yeah. you, you touched on it uh, 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 she understands the issue of liking a boy at uh, the age of 8 she obviously likes her either gym teacher or the guy within like gym class that always teaches uh, swimming only uh, she, yeah. she understands that she likes yes he's a, he's a swim coach uh, Danny played by Jimmy Wong and uh, at one point um, Peach uh, 
almost uh, drowns and he uh, picks her up and it's that uh, shot where they go out of the water and they they're yeah. embracing and she's smiling like she's he's, very uncomfortable you know it should be two adults doing that yeah. kind of embrace but uh, you know what um I, uh, I I come to Cash Chien's defense a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's making an adults movie, but this moment isn't about like <laughs> I'm gonna push adults button buttons here and make uh, erotica with a kid and an adult. But I I think as you touched on, you know, to be really serious, that in today's day and age, there's been so much crap in the real world that this automatically kind of does make us uncomfortable. Right. When, when in certain moments it's not based on anything, you know, there's nothing. We, we, we have rational thoughts uh, towards events on screen. You know, that look, that looks too close to, you know, uh, yeah. to, uh, actual discomfort. But we also have irrational thoughts. You know, we do get uncomfortable based on nothing. Protective. And I think it, yeah. It, yeah, I suppose uh, we do get protective. But I think it's wise that you, as a filmmaker, like stands by your product, like. This moment is nothing. What are you talking about? Right. I mean, you know that, that that's that's what it is. It's an, it's not a terrible moment. All it is is this little girl. It's from her vantage point, and you know, she you know feels herself falling in love with this guy or whatever. You know, or her, she's certainly infatuated. You know, and a lot of little girls and little boys do do that. You know, especially with like. Uh, attractive teachers or older, you know, males or females in their life and stuff like that, you know. We, there's movies like, I don't know, first thing, I don't know, comes to mind, Sandlot, you know, the boy sitting around watching the older girl at the pool and stuff. She's more close, she's closer to their age and everything like that, but that that part could have been, you know, just well been played by like a 22-year-old, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. If you Have you seen the Sandlot? Nope. <clears throat> well, there's... Anyway, yeah, people. It, it's my big it. crime. Like, what you haven't seen, big. What you haven't seen, sad. <laughs> you what, son of a bitch. One all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but 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 do you think uh, that moment is um, is okay? Therefore, it's just us being irrationally uncomfortable, or a little of both, probably. I mean, the the difference between like a scene in a movie where you have like little boys or something like that watching a girl from a distance. And like having music swell up, like like oh we're in love, you know that sort of thing. You know they're a safe distance away. That's the way the Hollywood system would do it. Well, in this movie, they're embracing, you know, because he's carrying her out of the water. So it, there's that, there's you know, an actual touching going on, you know, and that kind of like messes with our heads, maybe even as Western viewers more than anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's not meant to be anything like that. Uh, really, it's a, if you look at the story, it's set up of uh, you know the romance that will uh, happen, not sexual, yeah. not sexual once she uh, transforms into the eighteen year old and all of that. So um, and uh, and uh, you know, again, to be fair, none of them look at all comfortable. I think that they, right. you know, it's a very it is a very it's... sweet moment because they seem she seems so genuinely happy. I think Cash Chin managed to tap into something very magical. With her, you know, I mean, yeah. li- little Maggie Wong. It's not sensual or anything like that. No. And she feels a little bit like uh, an actress too, rather than just a, a girl plucked from the streets, you know, uh, as Cash Chin walked. Uh, I think she was really good at it, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And the movie looks uh, quite radiant as well. I think it looks, uh, obviously, it's not a, you know, a grimy little uh, movie or anything. So. I would say, though, that the, the one thing that I, uh, 
thought was kind of weird. I know they wouldn't do in a Hollywood movie was the sequence, like just a little bit before that, where uh, Peach is actually in the room with her sister while her sister's completely nude. You yeah, know, the bathroom. Yeah. That was that was a little awkward. Like you wouldn't see that in a Hollywood movie. You know, you're no, not absolutely not. But, naked but... on set in front of a little girl. No, it's true. Uh, that that moment really didn't uh, bother me at all, uh, even irrationally. You know what I mean? And and uh, I, I actually like that her sister is very uh, upfront and honest. And I think that that's a minor theme in the movie that uh, the the sort of adults or young adults deal in upfront man, uh, man uh, deal in an upfront way with uh, children because she's talking about it the subtitles or anything to go. Uh, go go by you know dicks and pussies uh, with her little sister you know yeah. no uh, because she thinks it's club but the sister you know uh, Christine Hong's character like oh uh, well uh, you know dick and pussy that's like the terms she uses and I'm sure this Chinese language track isn't uh, you know a clean version of that I think no. uh, the dialogue is um, a little bit more graphic yeah but uh, she she isn't uh, badly hurt or anything by that or scarred seemingly. Uh, but okay, she does uh, transform uh, overnight, and uh, obviously we get a track back to a big here because she wakes up, and uh, when once she sees herself in the mirror, she's ah, and just like in, if I'm not remembering incorrectly, uh, re- uh, listeners might uh, correct, correct me on this. Tom Hanks does, you know, when she he sees himself as grown up, uh, have a look at uh, his penis now, you know, <laughs> you know, he, he he looks down and like then he is his mother, and here. Kind of the same thing happens. Actor, actress Jane Chung, uh, we see her naked in this very first scene once she's uh, transformed. Yeah. She looks down at her boobs, but not like, I'm gonna touch myself now. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, a, whoa, they are there. <clears throat> so I thought, I thought like, uh, they're, they're not sexualizing her. Uh, no. Uh, which is good, you know, he still maintains that balance, uh, Cash Chain, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it, that, that really didn't. Uh didn't offend me or anything like that she she was in by the way Rape by an Angel 2 she's the um, younger sister of Athena Chu's character that gets killed uh, by the evil dentist in Rape by an Angel mm-hmm. 2 that's uh, Jane Chung she's somewhere in Sex and Seven 3 I can't for the life remember me uh, remember <laughs> who she played because uh, um, you know third or fourth uh, billing I suppose uh, Robert Emma lead in Sex and Seven 3 uh, so she had a very short career like um six seven movies during the end of the 90s and uh, this was one of her lead roles and uh, that was it you know uh, but okay let's um, talk about how do you think uh, the sex is integrated in this, mo- in this movie is it smoothly integrated the various sex scenes with uh, involving the sister and the party scenes later what do you think is this uh, is it warranted the amount of sex scenes and how they play into the context of the movie I think that you know I think they're fun you know and everything like that but I don't <laughs> I don't think they're particularly uh, integrated well into the movie. I mentioned to you uh, a couple of days ago or whatever that it seems like they, you could probably make a cut of this movie and have almost all of the sex in the entire movie cut out and you wouldn't miss anything from the actual plot or anything Maybe like that. Maybe just keep the very lost sex scene. Yeah, I mean, and even that you could cut down a little bit probably. Sure, sure. But... But why but, should you? No, exactly. <laughs> but like every sex scene in the movie basically revolves around, you know, her 
just somebody around her having sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, uh, yeah for instance, the first scene when they're watching, uh, when the sister, along with her boyfriend, is watching pornography on the 1997 version of the internet. Oh, Netscape, man. I had not Dial seen... up modems, badly photoshopped celeb pics. Oh, man, they're terrible. <laughs> they had to make that for this movie or something like that. Surely nobody was uh, whacking off to that back in the day. God. You'd be surprised. I'm not saying I did, but uh, you'll be surprised. You know, we didn't have much back then. So, you know, slowly loading like JPEGs. Like, here it comes. The nudity comes, maybe. Oh, God damn it, it isn't even nudity. I remember in 96 or 97, you know, having some very convincing celeb pics, you know? But, uh. When you watch back on it, it's like almost like. Yeah, go back to it. Now. In, like, uh, well. <laughs> Who would buy that? But uh, we, some of us did. So, yeah. Backgrounds not even matching and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, so, 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 I mean, yeah, the, the, this scene is where the sister has sex with her boyfriend. I mean, it's sexy enough and all of that. And uh, Peach is uh, watching this, uh, you know, uh, she stumbles upon this rather. So, right. uh, it's, yeah, that uh, was earlier in the movie before exactly. she turned into an adult. Yeah, her, her sister. See, yeah, that, that's the type of thing where it's like. And her sister is a slut in this movie. God, total slut. <laughs> Because the second sex scene at the gym, do, do, do you remember the context of that? I want to explain why she bets this um, older, sort of obese character. Yeah, ob- obese old dude. She's basically trying to con into giving her money and everything like that. She's trying to get him to like transfer, what, how much? Five million Hong Kong dollars or something like that? While he's getting blown, you know, yeah. and, gi- and giving the account number on the phone. He's like, one, eh, oh. eight, one, twenty-eight, seven, twenty-eight. Oh. Uh, so, you know, family is kind of horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She grew up, not growing up in a great environment, really. <laughs> And uh, so, I mean, it's, um, um, I thought it was a fun scenario. Like, wow, this sister is really not a good role model, you know. And, At all. Uh, and uh, and the dad isn't either. I mean, the centerpiece of Elvis Choi's uh, performance here is uh, the sexy mid movie when the police are at the house. And again, you'll you, you can probably explain it a lot more in a lot more fun way than I can. Uh, so spoil that sexy. What does Elvis Choi do, and why does it end up with uh, whipped cream and ants uh, within all of this? <laughs> uh, why does anything happen in this movie? I don't know. Uh, he um. Yeah, I mean, she was like a, um, she worked for the police, right? The girl yep, that was yep. at the house? Like, so the police are at the house, yep. and uh, for like five minutes, Elvis Choi is left alone with this uh, woman who's taking notes on the, uh, this police woman who's taking notes, and immediately, basically, he just jumps on her boobs. And, uh, of course, she's like, oh, yeah, let's do this. Let me, let's cheat on your wife while she's out of the room. Like, not... Now, like, I don't think she, they were just going around the house or something like that. Yeah, at That's tops, been... uh, maybe outside, like, uh, but yeah. not, not you know, going into town or anything. Yeah, yeah, not, not like, yeah, let's leave for a long period of time. It's just like, okay, you know, so they immediately start humping, like, and uh, it ends up in the kitchen mm-hmm. where Elvis Choi, of course, brings out the whipped cream because why wouldn't you? Because, you know, you, you're in a rush and everything like that because your wife's right in the other room so you want to sit there and cover yourself in uh sugary you know whipped cream yep and uh that's basically what been happens been there done that oh yeah you know girlfriend's out of the room for five minutes you know <laughs> i mean i've uh, you know elvis is always gay but i've never seen uh 
necessarily whipped cream be the go-to thing in uh, these kind of movies but it ends up on a perfect comedic like end like duh, 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 duh. because when uh, when kingdom Universe cop comes back and the police woman and elvis toy are all dressed up and all that what uh, why why um, how, how does ants fit in the whole thing Joshua? she's like she's, yeah well elvis walks up and he's got black crap like little black dots on his face you can't tell what really what it is and uh kingdom's like does it itch and he's like does what itch your face <laughs> And then, like, uh, the cop comes walking up from behind him. Oh, yes, your kitchen's covered in ants. <laughs> and, like, this, they have ants all over their face, which they don't brush off, of course, for no reason. <laughs> so, and, and nothing really comes out of that, you know. It's no. not like uh, they get a divorce by the end of the movie. It's like, well, Elvis Toy is a cheating dickhead, so there you go. What's new? <laughs> not so, the only time we'll see him naked either. So, indeed. Uh, so it, it, it really that's the end of the like husband and wife story in a way you know uh, they they don't echo that from big where Mercedes rule really uh, because the, the cover story is there that um, uh, Tom Hanks as an adult calls his mom and says that uh, he's uh, kidnapped their son uh, her son so uh, she's obviously heartbroken and it's a really good dramatic point uh, of big because uh, she's a single mother and sh- she doesn't know where her son is all of that so so it's good stuff here they do this instead <laughs> she does no scene with Mercedes rule in big where she humps another guy while the police is in the house you know. I do like when Elvis Choi pulls the cop's uh, shirt up or whatever and she's wearing a black bra and like one of the subtitles is like ooh black bus almost Homer Simpson like woohoo <laughs> Oh boy, I, I, that's the mix you're in for, you know, and it, it will turn rather sweet despite all of this, uh, you know, of the whipped cream sex and what have you. So, uh, a minor note on Jimmy Wong, who plays a Danny here. Um, it's a, it's, it's an everyday actor, yeah, in my mind, because I've seen him in a, a few other movies. It's not, he's not like Lee Chung Ling, everyday actor goofy or anything, but I think he, he can act uh, quite down to earth. He's, uh, he's the lead in uh, The Fruit is Ripe Free by Cash Chin, and uh, really, um, it's mostly like a island set movie in a fishing village kind of thing and uh, I don't remember the specifics of the plot but the main uh, woman in that comes is like an angel or fairy that comes down to earth to like well it turns out she explores sex while she's uh, there at earth but it, it has a sweet aura to it too like uh, and uh, Jimmy Wong uh, does that uh, well and all of that so I'm probably the only guy in the world who doesn't uh, who didn't catch because I had to read this in reviews the Sailor Moon reference uh, oh, that yeah, yeah. the two do I mean they say Sailor uh, as they interact on the beach with each other you know they do say Sailor Moon but it's like that's probably something um, well it's something but uh, <laughs> uh, probably 99% of the global viewers would pick up on that I, I have no idea uh, what Sailor Moon is other than the fact that it looks uh, way too Japanese for me <laughs> I used to watch it when I was a kid actually uh... you like it? Yeah, yeah, as a kid I did. Uh, I haven't seen it in years. Probably doesn't hold up, but uh, yeah, a bunch of girls who get special powers and shit. <laughs> With big, big, big eyes, very Japanese uh, very. style. And um, yeah, it didn't look appealing to me as such, but uh, apparently it's a very iconic thing. And, uh, and Peach like like Sailor Moon as she teaches uh, Danny the Sailor Moon uh, kind of uh, transformation or greeting, I don't know. Uh, transformation thing they do that like when they're turning into their whatever Sailor Moon characters 
<laughs> yeah, it makes sense. But they turn into their Sailor Moon character. <laughs> um, it's been but, so long since I've seen it, though. But I, you know, there's probably somebody at home right now going, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> <You> know, but, <laughs> but like, yeah, I remember there was like a I don't bad know. Sean Connery impression, and they don't know dick about Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> there were like multiple ones. Like Sailor Moon was, I guess, the blonde-haired girl, and then like. Sailor something and then I don't know Sailor fucking Mars I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we'll uh, we'll talk uh, some more like the romance interaction and how Cash Chin makes that sweet. Uh, at least for me it is, and uh, we'll see what you think of it. But let, let's talk of the last uh, shoehorned in sex scene uh, that is, um, and that also trickles uh, in, uh, into uh, like a discussion about the DVD of the film. Uh, there's a party sex scene here where um, Peach and her friend is brought to this party. It's uh, Danny's uh, birthday party. And some uh, side characters, one guy with glasses that tells uh, dirty stories and yeah. has his shirt unbuttoned uh, for some reason uh, at the, uh, all the time. Uh, a little bit unbuttoned. Um, and uh, this girl... Yes, indeed, indeed. Uh, <laughs> and this girl, who I think is uh, Danny's uh, ex-girlfriend or someone who is jealous of... Um, of uh, him uh, for some reason she gets uh, roofied I think it's accidental possibly and she uh, go off, puts uh, has some aphrodisiac put into a drink and she goes after the uh, guy with the glasses after he's done uh, peeing uh, and uh, they have a sex scene for five minutes and it's one of those number one it's uh, it, that this didn't need to be here necessarily uh, we don't care about these characters it's not particularly sexy uh, but 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 this is a throwback to the DVD aura era. You remember, kids, that the DVDs could offer multi-angle scenes. What? And this scene, this sex scene between the guy with the glasses and the jealous ex-girlfriend, it's a multi-angle sex scene on a Hong Kong DVD. What? It's fucking boring. Oh. <laughs> because the thing is, like, there's like four angles, you know, obviously the final edit, and then like two, three, and four are uh, from the other cameras that seemingly shot this scene at the same time. And it's fucking boring because it's a one... You, you can either watch it, you know, edited and to make it a bit more bearable, but mm. otherwise it's just a one-camera setup. Yeah. We're, we're fake humping for like a few minutes and... <laughs> Like you, you, you twiddle your thumbs, really. Like, that this is not fantastic. fun. So, so go back and watch uh, the DVD if you missed that. They, most DVDs uh, may have an angle indicator uh, yeah. indicating that there, there's shit going on now. <laughs> you know, switch angles. No, I, uh, I watched it on my Blu-ray player. So right, right, right. But uh, yeah, yeah. Do you agree about that scene? That, that that that's probably the most pointless sex scene in the movie. Um, I mean, there's some pointless ones in here. Uh. Because yeah, those characters, they don't, you don't really care about those characters. They kind of come and go. Yeah. I mean, she does, like, integrate herself back into the story. Uh, but it has nothing to do with her having sex with this guy. <laughs> so. Yeah. And, and it's not like they shot this scene for the DVD or anything. I think uh, they no. realized that, obviously, they have the footage. Let's make it into a feature that DVD utilizes him. And there you go. So, but, but okay, screw all that. Uh, let's uh, talk about how how do you feel that romance in essence uh, worked? You know, um, between Jimmy and uh, Peach. Uh, uh, I, in short, I can do some more more notes later. I thought overall it's a basic thing, but it's also unexpectedly uh, sweet. Actually. Yeah, like uh, you know, he likes her basically because of how naive she is. Basically, 
you know, throughout the movie, that's what kind of allures, you know, him to her and naive, she, uh, raw, naive and unpolluted kind of. She's uh, she, she's yeah. uh, genuine and uh, not uh, one of those, uh, you know, lie. She's not a liar or a cheat like it seems like most <laughs> women in people. his uh, age group is. <laughs> and people, yeah, yeah, freaking Elvis Choi, but um. Yeah, so that's kind of what draws him to her, and, you know, you kind of, you get that, you know, and, uh, like, overall, it it works, even though you're, like, throughout the movie, you're kind of like, oh, don't, 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 don't go in the physical, don't do anything physical, you know, is kind of, you know, what I was saying on the inside of my head, because, you know, it's Hong Kong, who knows what they're going to do, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, thankfully, they do refrain from that, and once you kind of get that they're doing that, then it's, you know, so much easier to kind of take and then you know it makes the payoff in the end work that much more mm. yeah the, the physical stuff that they do actually um, extends to this uh, the first kiss that he tries to do she, he uh, she bites his lip because she thinks uh, he's gonna bite her and <laughs> then the sister explains like you know oh, that kiss, uh, uh, oh I forgot about that scene now I remember it Ooh. <laughs> and then the sister explains how kissing works and that's probably the most uncomfortable thing that in the is movie. that is the creepiest moment because the, uh, the, the sister teaches uh, Peach like you start like this and you go passionate you use a little bit of tongue and they they really start going at it like uh oh sister and sister and she yeah. knows Peach is her sister they grow up, so it's not like a eight-year-old fucking sister. And then that gets aborted. That, that's probably the moment where Cashin went a tiny bit too far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's shot in a sexual way too. Right, right. Oh yeah, the music it ramps up, and you know the camera is right there on their you know lips and tongues and stuff, and it's like, whoa, this is pretty creepy. I mean, the sister was a slut, yeah, but come on, you don't. And kissing could be innocent, but no, not to that extent. No, that wasn't innocent. <laughs> but the interaction between um, you know Jimmy Wong and Jane Chung's character—I mean, he, he, they do kiss, uh, yeah. But uh, that that uh, catch scene doesn't play up as much right. as uh, the scene we described. And he does have uh, his hand uh, under her shirt, but she kind of likes go. She runs away from that and uh, yeah. plays it off. So I, I mean, it, it sounds inappropriate. I know. But right. the way Cash Chin plays it, it it's not, it, it, it isn't uncomfortable, I think. Yeah, I haven't seen Big, but I'm sure that... Uh, oh, there is a scene in Big as well. You know, really? I remember this. The 11-year-old in me remember this because, uh, okay, there's no nudity as such, but Elizabeth Perkins and Tom Hanks, they, um, they get together and uh, I think she takes uh, his hand and puts it up on top of her uh, bra. Yeah, which he is transfixed by, uh, but he he doesn't start like fondling and then music coming in there. But uh, they do go that far and big as well, and no one really cried, cried out right. loud after that. So I think it's that's the level Cash Chin is working at in this in these scenes as well, in the, during their beach hangout and all of that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm sure it's uh, no more nefarious than probably what does go on in big in that exactly. regard. Except for, like, the sex scenes and stuff. But that's all just, you know, generic stuff you see in any category 3 movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, what else? I mean, she, um, to wrap this up, she learns, you know, some harsh lessons about, um, you know, being let down and being lied to and uh, drawing yes. conclusions without uh, getting the full context. But, uh, you know, how could you expect an 8-year-old to uh, 
like uh, see you know see something that disappoints her and then stop to think well maybe it's like this you know you, you obviously act on impulse when you're eight years old and even older and that uh, you, you don't think that there's a different angle to the story that goes on here you know uh, so, so she does uh, she, she does uh, get that um, you know life lesson in a way way too early life lesson right you know what I mean because she's eight years old and has to she she walks into adult relationship drama uh, which is um, which is uh, I think was a nice part of the movie and, uh, and and by the way going back to there the, the, there's a montage where they're they're at a the, uh, little carnival together and they they're on this um, merry-go-round and they <laughs> catch chain cuts back and forth to Jane Chung and Jimmy Wong obviously holding hand and riding the horses on the merry-go-round to Maggie Wong and uh, Jimmy Wong doing the same thing yeah which I thought the was little... kind of sweet. Yeah, the little girl on the uh, adult version and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So I, I think uh, I, I, I so admire her actually, Maggie Wong. She seems like she genuinely enjoys uh, being there, and uh, she she sells those moments. Uh, I mean, Jane Chung is fine, but she can't measure up to that level actually. Yeah. Uh, so uh, and all that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, this um, we won't spoil the ending. Uh, we we've said that there is a big sex scene uh, towards the end. Uh, Really, I'll I'll I'll, I'll refrain from uh, saying what it is, uh, other than that I sum up my views as I think it's uh, it is done with heart, and by the end, you know, the last ten fifteen minutes, there are some touching moments, some non-verbal touching moments. I think, uh, despite not being the deepest romance, right? Uh, Chin still kind of got to me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, there's a, a I can say this moment, the reprisal of the Sailor Moon moment. I yeah, think, well, I think got to me the most actually. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, it's so, right in the feels. Yes, so uh, I think uh, he uh, he's a mad director. Obviously, he knows that. Mm-hmm. He shows heart uh, as well. So yeah, I think it's a, a strong movie from that regard. It's uh, it's good natured despite its you know mm-hmm. silly sex comedy you know and aesthetics and but, highly yeah. immoral aesthetics I, <laughs> I mean because there's no payback for Elvis Choi or anything they got their fucking girl that's, back in the end and that's yeah. It, yeah I mean there's really I mean there's a, a moment like I guess I don't know if it's a spoiler or whatever but uh, it's hinted that the family moves to Canada and stuff mm-hmm. like that oh, and okay. yeah I mean but but yeah, it's not like no... one big like here's the moment where like she beats him up or anything. There's no like very very evident moment where he has. To well, Elvis Choi, I assume, went with them to Canada. Who knows, yeah. you know? But uh... but but that's just assumptions. I mean, if anything, I think that's a slightly bad part of the mm-hmm. movie. Right? But, I mean, you can't be that much of a dickhead and uh, not get some kind of comeuppance. You at least, you know, I don't know, being thrown yeah. out naked in the streets uh, or I mean, maybe you the would, character would have. Would've... Yeah, you would think, like, characters like Al Bundy and stuff like that, you know, they objectified women and everything like that and were married, but, you know, if if Al was, like, cheating on Peggy every episode of, uh, whatever that show was, if... if married if with the children. Married with children, yeah, if he'd have been cheating on Peggy every episode, then nobody would like him, you know, like, what mm. a fucking scumwad, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's true, they had their, even, their club, you know, their anti-women right. club no or man. whatever... <laughs> no, <man. laughs> well, there it is. It is fun. Uh, so, but he wouldn't dare to cheat on um, his wife in the Modern Family. I'll tell you that much. Uh, Sofia Vergara. Right. 
she, she, she's a you know she she's a, you know all piss and vinegar when it comes to uh, you know she would you know kill him and beat him up in a heartbeat because she's got uh, you know fire in her. She better watch out because Al Bunny's black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. All <laughs> <laughs> right, legit, he is. <laughs> I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, in real life. No, I'm talking in real life. Oh, is he really? Um, Ed, yeah. Uh, Ed O'Neill. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, the only spoiler we can say uh, is that the shoe cake comes back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for like five seconds again, and like, and like, she, she has a lot of nerve to pretend she was with us during that whole adventure. <laughs> <laughs> she, she comes around. Oh yeah, well, here's the moral of the story. And, and she even tells like, what is the moral of the? <laughs> oh yeah, that you shouldn't <laughs> sleep. With uh, you know, with anyone unless you're 16 or 18 years old, you know. Yeah. That's it, and then end credit with her frolicking on the beach and stuff like that. Like it was only Cash Chin there shooting that. I think it's a one-man crew. Like, okay, okay, go ahead, do do that. Well, well, He's got a tripod set up on the beach. That's okay. it. I mean, it's enjoyable for what it is uh, because it's so dumb. Like, yeah, uh, very to, dumb. To bookend it with her, you know. But um, <laughs> there you go. They had her. They could have her for. Um, an afternoon or an hour, uh, and it was a good day and all of that. So they 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 got what they needed. Um, I uh, have some minor notes about the uh, kind of the connect uh, see the connection in English titles and Chinese titles between a few of mo- few of the movies that Cash Chin was involved in, including this one and the movie we're going to cover after the break. So, but before I do that, any other notes you want to give out? Any funny subtitles that you may notice? No, not really. I didn't take okay. any more subtitled notes, but right. uh, I think we've kind of covered it pretty yes. well. So. Well, the, 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 this is not uh, verbatim from the subtitles, but uh, the, there is one point where Elvis Choi tries to justify having uh, sex in the morning after having sex the night before. Like, yesterday my dick wanted it, today I want it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, okay, that's a smooth talk, all right? Oh, yeah, he's got the skills. So, uh, but anyway, uh, th- th- there's been this, uh, you know, AKA business or different title business with uh, these fruit is movies. You know what I mean? It's quite confusing. Starting with uh, the Lolita Lee category three movie, Crazy Love from 1993, which I think is known as Fruit is Ripe or The Fruit is Swelling as well. Uh, but I asked my friend uh, Sylvia Roran to check out the Chinese title to see if there was anything seemingly similar within them you know connecting them I know the movies aren't connected but I was curious if uh, if there were any title connections and there, there actually are I mean the, the the themes in some of the movies are about you know finding your sexuality finding love discovering yourself but maybe it's just a minor commercial tag uh, uh, after all is said and done because if we go back to Crazy Love from 1993 within the Chinese title you can extract such things as plum beauty precious peach, peach ripening Okay, the fruit is swelling is more tra- could be translated as simply peach ripening. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know that that's that symbolism is uh, quite obvious. And the fruit is ripe free is pretty much along those same lines. You know, peach ripening free, immortal peach, which po- possibly <laughs> um, uh, uh, because she's a fairy or an angel. That's uh, that's what they're hinting at. And there was a fruit is ripe t- two thousand five, which I haven't seen. I don't think it was a cash chain movie. Uh, but uh, that was still on the same theme, you know, peach ripening the free sleepers, which might have something to do with the plot in that one. And even the 33D Invader has, po- you know, 
it, that stuff is in there, but that's definitely not connected to, you know, finding your sexuality and finding love and discovering yourself or anything, as we will discuss, you know, but literally, peach ripening for the 3D. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <it. laughs> that's what you can extract if you translate it roughly to English. So, wow. I, I don't know, suppose, I don't know if it's a running joke or, or a commercial tag to some degree, but uh, we're not talking like super blockbusters either, so I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but that, that's that's what it is. Anyway, as for availability, this is or was a Maya title um, because they might not be printing this DVD or VCD anymore because Yes Asia shows its, it as out of stock at the time of recording while DDD House does have it. Uh, so if you can't find it, uh, it's uh, it's an early DVD from Maya, but it's, it meets the requirements for these kind of movies. You, you shouldn't expect you know a big luxury edition. Uh, it is letterboxed, it has optional subtitles, and of course, well, it is a luxury edition. It has a multi-angle sex scene, as we said. Th that makes it Deluxe Special Collector's Limited Edition. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know what they were thinking there, but uh, they, uh, you know, multi-angle thing, obviously pornography used it more. You know, if you bought adult DVDs back in the day, you know, US, uh, US adult movies, I think the multi-angle sex scene was a given for a few years in the 90s. But it died out quick, that uh, feature. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Uh, do you remember any actual regular DVDs that utilized it? Uh, I think I only had, like, one movie ever. <laughs> I don't even remember what movie it was. I, I remember, remember I mean, they once. used it for extras more than anything. I remember the Fight mm -hmm. Club DVD had, like, okay, you can play... Yeah, you you can play like uh, uh, two uh, boxes of the various behind the scenes stuff at the same time while there's a running commentary over it. So I think you know for for extras, fine, but for movies, like why? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's no fun. Like it, it, concerts, you know, could be argued to be a good thing. Uh, every now and again, I had a Metallica yeah. Metallica live DVD yeah. for a few songs. They had fixed cameras on each of the members. I want to. Yeah, I do remember that. Was it like? I don't remember. It was the uh, cunning stunts. Cunning stunts, uh, yeah. Uh, live DVD. So, but yes. uh, for, for movies, nope. I I could never see the point. No. Uh, but anyway, we are taking a break, and after a break, we are fast forwarding to the very, very, very current tail end of uh, Cash Chain's career, 2011's The 33: The Invader. So uh, prepare for that, and uh, for for shenanigans from Planet Sucker. <laughs> <laughs> which is genius in its own right uh, but uh, we'll we'll discuss uh, what what planet sucker and sucker one and sucker two uh, what 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 that is about it's uh, kind of uh, genius so uh, we'll be right back after the break we'll be right back after the fucking break <laughs> catch on calm down <laughs> I'll take as long as break as I fucking want 30 seconds or 30 minutes I don't care
welcome back, and this is the review of the 33D Invader, Kashin's uh, latest opus, if you will, and plot from my review of the film in 2046, The Planet Sucker, uh, spelled with an X, has blasted so much radiation on Earth that humans have lost their ability to reproduce, all but a select immune few, and therefore Future, played by Wu Xingxing, is sent back to 2011 to bed a perfect specimen and uh, Julian Chung's character seems to be the most suitable. But the evil planet sends two of its assist, uh, assassins, uh, played by Sanhei, and also male Japanese AV star Kato Taka. That's the uh, Goldfinger, if you will. As uh, so Josh will explain. They sent uh, there to put a stop to this plan. So the 33D invader, not in 3D, funnily enough. It's just 33D. <laughs> what, did <you> think? <laughs> what did you think of it, Joshua? <laughs> uh... I both love and hate this movie. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, let's uh, keep let, let, let's keep it at that for now. Let okay. me explain why. Uh, I'll have a little bit uh, longer, shorter opinion, if you will. In a very mainland Chinese-oriented Hong Kong movie climate, there's very few reminders of what makes Hong Kong cinema goofy and unique, which yeah. is why the 33 Invader, Invader and its ability to embrace being dumb uh, really earns the honor of being a good-spirited sex sci-fi comedy romp that feels somewhat out of place in 2011 at the same time. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Why do you love and hate it? I would say that would be the reason I love it, I guess, is because it's such a, a nice uh, spin on uh, you know contemporary Hong Kong cinema. Cinema is all but dead. You know, everything's mainland and everything's you know just censored and you. Y- don't get away with a lot of this stuff anymore but you know here's this movie still doing it you know still kind of keeping the uh the energy alive and the reason i hate it is because it's dumb as a box of rocks (laughs) it's it's not uh definitely definitely not the most subtle or nuanced of comedies you know, Not to say the at least. all. I mean, after we passed the uh, setup, which is genius, you know, it sets up during voiceover what the planet sucker is about, and mm-hmm. it's uh, placed in 2046. This very lame dig and odd referencing of uh, Wong Kawai that will continue actually. Uh, you know, and there's some straight Tron-like opening. But mm-hmm. I don't know what the goal of that game is. If they're it's, they're biting off dicks in that game or what, or if it's like them time traveling. I don't know. But I don't know what's going on in the intro. It's a genius little template, and it sets up, you know, a beach montage with super happy, fun people, pretty people, uh, with and they're so pretty that uh, you get fat people jokes in there as well. Someone is eating a hot dog on the beach and is so distracted by the beautiful girls having super happy, happy fun time that he squirts ketchup on a Western girl lying next to him. Like, okay, okay that, that's 2011. Here we go. That's not common, but it's not super funny either. Yeah. Uh, so and uh, you know, bad but, jokes like that kind of dominate the movie. It, it, does, it does. That's I mean, the level of humor we got going on here. And uh, it is a live cartoon in a way because uh, mm-hmm. obviously you have a free horny dogs of this movie. You know, completely unknown actors that I've never seen before. Uh, will probably will never see again in movies. They they want to peep. They want to have sex. They they'll do anything for it. And I don't know. Did did you think the uh, the live cartoon aspect that all worked because Cash Chin accentuates everything with uh, sound effects and uh, yeah, uh, with s- sounds and singing and sound effects and yeah. We often make fun of like bang sound effects and stuff like that, but yeah, that, that is this type of movie, I suppose. Uh, 
It sounds like a commercial radio station soundboard, you know. What's your point? <laughs> what did I think of the movie, though? Uh, what did I think of that in the movie? Um, it uh, it works a lot of the time, and then other did, times it's just too much. Did it make you reach for your phone at any point? Did, did because well, well, the sound effects because the transition from scene to scene is oh. <laughs> one of the standard mobile phone signals, like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, no. It, it made me reach for my phone, and I know really? I don't use that signal. <laughs> Shit. So it's like, God damn it, Kastrin. It, re- it made me reach for my laptop to go try to find something on the internet to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Like, I mean, it's a, it's, a it's not super funny, this, but it is right. kind of infectious, and I like it's placed in 2011, this very 90s uh, dopey comedy style, you know. Uh, right, so. right. It, it's not so much the comedy that, you know, makes you laugh, but just, like, how fucking try-hard the movie is, you know? Like, uh, and, and it's all... Do- and it's all pre the sci-fi aspect of the movie here for half a movie essentially it's uh, these horny dogs uh, trying doing everything they can to catch a glimpse of the girls and bed them and uh, and yeah. they even go they even go to the lengths of uh, sending up an RC he- uh, helicopter with a camera Charlie Joe classic stuff exactly here. I would love for that to be uh, a track back to my neighbors of phantoms when Charlie Joe does that very same thing you know yes. he has an RC helicopter with a camera in it he has a big old telescope or like one of those or this submarine uh, uh, telescopes, if you will. Yeah. Uh, and that's not even a category three move in my neighbors of phantoms. They they, they still shoehorny in Charlie Cho uh, peeping a technically savvy peeper and 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 the three guys, annoying guys. You know, they they are kind of the same. They dress, they dress up like like men from the future at one point. Oh, yeah. like, We've come from the future. And <laughs> what what do they, what do they have covering their nether regions? If you remember, well, one. Well, two of them have iPads, and which they refer to as iPads. Who gives a damn about, uh, you know, copyright? Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> of course, and then the third one, who is the little scrawny, I mean, weirdest, just weird-looking dude. Yeah. He's he's had his covered with an iPhone. Yep. Because they <laughs> run out of iPads. <laughs> and it it fits him anyway because his penis is small. That's the joke. Uh, uh, uh. And I kind of I, I agree I hate them Love it at the same time Because it's so yeah. Cash Chin insists on it so much He embraces being Absolutely dumb As a Whatever you know Whatever yeah. you can come up with It is that dumb uh, You uh, confused The scrawny guy With actor Samuel Lung And I wouldn't blame you Samuel Lung Is yes. not an attractive man either We saw him briefly In Rape by an Angel 5 We saw him as lead And in the Second Rape by an Angel 5 mm. uh, Playing the rapist in there And he's been a trial rascal in movies And all of that And uh, he's still at it You know He's um, uh, You know He's a good actor every now and again He's in a movie called Lost Boys in Wonderland Which is one of his first movies uh, He's the lead in Cash Chin's Naked Poison But he's uh, You wouldn't know that Because it's not on the poster Because You know Because okay. hey I mean look at him <laughs> Exactly <laughs> Why, you, you would rather see You know Gwenny Tam And Sophie Nam uh, the leads uh, the girls from that movie on that poster so yeah. absolutely <laughs> but, I, but I like his energy I mean at one point the movie is so wild and doesn't care too much that Long even looks at the camera at one point there's yeah. not enough ugly people in cinema anyway so <laughs> these guys kind of make up for it you know and putting two of them in the same movie it's like whoa it's almost too much but he's kind of, he brings the energy well, what, what did you think really? in, uh, in general about Samuel I think he's great in this in particular 
mm-hmm. you know, as the main like uh, bully slash villain or what have you. He he goes through some transformations and stuff. He's really he brings it. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't look his age a bit since the early uh, early millennium. He still looks exactly the right. same. I, you know, I would have. He's he still playing would... a high schooler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, <since laughs> 2011. And I'm sure he's 35 years old or something like exactly. that. Exactly. So. Uh, and you're right. It's a, this movie is partly you know the high school romance, and they you know future arrives and you know has to scan the environment you know and uh, look for suitable uh, su- suitable suitors, if you will. And uh, in this uh, school, you have uh, Playboy TV style sex scenes shot in uh, showers set to saxophone oh, yeah. uh, music, and you know it, it it is sex and it looks nice. Uh, again, I'm I, I'm not too sure. Cash Chin is uh, caring too much about smoothly integrating sex in these movies. Yeah, it's it's also not uh, just the humping in that scene was like so fake. Like, I know, I know. <laughs> Even the latter scene where they're all drugged out and all of that oh, was yeah, way God. more, uh, way more uh, convincing, you know. So, uh, uh, so it, uh, but it is sci-fi also, as it turns mm. out. You know, this uh, energy that we kind of love and hate gives way for sci-fi energy that is. Uh, you know, it makes it a fun package in a way you know it's uh it's not just sex comedy and horny dogs comedy it's a sci-fi comedy as well yeah. and uh i gotta give it to the cg oh good. yeah I, really good yeah good computer generated imagery because when uh sucker one and two i don't know which is one actually if it's uh if it's the ad star katotake if he's one or if uh, samhei is one but regardless they arrive terminator style uh naked and uh, the final like they arrived no I think they arrived in a sexual position in each other <laughs> I didn't notice <laughs> wouldn't doubt it though because you know we're making a category 3 movie get in her so to say obviously uh, yeah. obviously it's softcore but uh, you know it, but I like the CD because it's supposed to be pasted in you know this otherworldly um, element in this uh, regular world mm. And and same with future, uh, her various uh, zap scenes. You know when she scans people. You know, uh, yeah. And that, you know that looks fine. I rarely think CG is at all well integrated in movies nowadays. I gotta say, no. I think uh, they did it well because they got it how it's yeah. supposed to be used. They're not they're not trying to duplicate reality. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to add to it and stuff. It's mostly like little light effects and stuff like that. And it actually yet yeah, does work very well. I love the little uh, test that uh, Future does at one point where uh, the subject she scans is so bad that her finger turns like brown or black, just like when you uh, <laughs> test uh, pH levels in water, you know, yeah, you know or, yeah. uh, and it turns a certain color based on uh, the test. I, I like that little bit, like, oh, my finger is all burnt, you know. <laughs> Was <laughs> that so, uh, Samuel? Uh, maybe, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> she, she zaps Samuel, Samuel a bunch of times, and I do, you don't see this on screen, but at one point I think she has actually zapped him and tied his uh, dick in a knot. Yeah, yeah. They, they, well, they show the, the dick, kind of. I don't remember the dick as such, and therefore it it's... wasn't clear enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like halfway on screen. You know, right. it's it's not... F- actually, they may show... I mean, they show... You can get it. Uh, you see how it's twisted into a pretzel. Right. Kind of, yeah. Um, what else? I mean, uh, uh, Cash Chin uh, or uh, writer Sean Chan uh, name drops Stephen Chow or oh, Wong Kar-wai at points, and it never makes sense. He name drops Category 3 movies and uh, actresses. That makes They've sense. They've got because... Amy Yip, Wong Kar-wai, Stephen Chow, uh, Piccolo from uh, Dragon Ball Z, 
and the thing is that there's a dialogue I think Future wants it's begging to come in in some room at one point and someone mm-hmm. literally says do you think you're one kawaii what does that yeah. have to do with anything <laughs> no idea it's just it's thrown in there to be Tarantino-esque I think so I think that, that was just like stop it stop it then at mm-hmm. some point he did stop it or you never notice it because you I don't know. You're you're neutral to it. You're desensitized to it. But uh, uh, you 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 can definitely put it aside when you see scenes like the scrawny guy getting a blowjob in class by one of the friends trying to find out some secret within the within this soap kind of thing. And she does give him a blowjob, and uh, he's uh, she leaves, and uh, he's so built up, he's so near climax that when the teacher, this um, Indian uh, guy, walks up to him, what are you doing? And Apparently he comes at that point, and the teacher gets come all over, all over. And what's and his first reaction? He tastes it. <laughs> he like reaches out his tongue a little bit. What the fuck? And he you doesn't know? go like mm, come. Uh, no. Or like oh that's come. What? Why would you do that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know, I'll give it to a scrawny little guy. He can come like you read about. Oh him. my god, he he's have a very successful career in porn. Absolutely. You know, uh, Peter North or whatever his name was, yeah, you know, Peter step aside. North. Exactly. <laughs> Scrawny guy is here. So. Guy's and, dumping loads. And it is a forced nature to it all like, throughout the movie, but it also kind of is a winning combo when you think about it and when you're in there. You know, it's unashamed in the way it pushes for every element hard, you know. Uh, uh, even the, the that mid-part sex scene where all the girls have sex with the three guys just to get information. Which is re- like, you know, that's one of my, my notes was like, man, how good of friends are these people? All they want to do is they want to know about future because the girl next door is like jealous because yep. she loves our uh, male protagonist. And uh, yeah, so she sends her friends over there like you know, hookers to have sex in order to find out who Future is and what's her background. And it's a, uh, yeah, they do it. I mean, it's a full right, they do or- it, yeah. orgy okay. almost in separate okay. rooms. And uh, so some of the best looking sex scenes that Cash Chin does shoot in the movie. And Scrawny Guy gets mm. uh, they get in it again. What a gig for this actor. Uh, Man, whipped cream's back again. Whipped cream comes back in this scene. and uh, But never mind that. At one point he says to her, like, uh, don't mess with my hair," he says to her. Like he's worried about his hair. <laughs> I don't know. Because he's so handsome. I know. <laughs> um, so, but but it, it it does look good. And uh, Ross Clarkson, I believe, shot this. Who shot the Forbidden Legend, Sex and Chopsticks? Make sure this uh, all looks good. And the movie looks uh, pretty colorful and radiant throughout. So it's all fine. Uh, but uh, moving on to Sucker One and Two. Uh, who is this AV star, um, Kato uh, Taka? Uh, uh, why, why, why is he known as Goldfinger, this uh, male uh, AV star? Because, because in his homeland of Japan, he is capable of making nearly, you know, all of his co-stars produce uh, female ejaculation. Goldfinger, and they, Goldfinger. Uh, and they reference this in this movie by him. Uh, you know, before they turn the girls, uh, the friends, into sex zombies, they're having their way with them. And his way is uh, not by uh, physically uh, fingering her or anything, but he has, uh, you know, he has literally a gold finger and then flashes, uh, you know, um, you know, an ET finger. 
Kind of, yeah. And then there's that electricity e- comes ele- out of it. Electricity comes out and stuff like that. So I mean, they knew what they were getting when they got this oh, Katotaka. Yeah. Apparently, has been in over five thousand AVs. Jesus Christ! God. Yeah, he's a fairly old guy by this point, so I'm sure. He yeah, can, yeah, uh, he, he definitely is the oldest person in the cast. So uh, I didn't notice. Uh, that, that was your piece of info that you brought to the table. So I thought that that, that was very funny the way they <laughs> utilized him actually. Uh, there's alien rape but, uh, in this movie. Samuel Lung at one point has turned evil and has uh, t- gotten uh, the cactus. advantage of having a big old alien cactus dick, I suppose. <laughs> uh, I-, I wrote monster-sized penis with antennas on it. Uh, oh, really? Uh, <laughs> to me, it looked like a cactus. <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't argue against that. but uh, the, It's turning the, into a plant, after all, which is... Yeah, yeah, I suppose so with the makeup and all of that. Uh, and Samuel Lung, you know, he's, he's on board with this. It's oh, obviously man, a good is. gig, but he's he's funny here, and he's uh, in a, in in the movie to really give it his all. And the, the unfortunate thing about this like this darker scene with, uh, with him raping one of the girls is that they play goofy music during it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, hmm. You know, this so. tracks. Yeah. But I don't know. It's uh, overall a fun one. I I. I <laughs> I, I kind of dig it. I mean, if I would have given it a one of those five grades or ten grades, it would have been a, like a three or a six out of ten because I I, I I'm very pleased that it reared its head in 2011, <laughs> and I would be so pleased if more movies akin to it reared its head. So Hong Kong movies can feel a little bit like Hong Kong movies again, you know, yeah. uh, rather than you know that mainland mix of Hong Kong and mainland China, you know. Uh, so g- give him give him gigs give Cash Chain gigs for him a second I mean, it's, uh, he knows he's not making high art we know that and uh, this movie has gotten good reviews based on the f- they they know they appreciate what it's doing you know which is not mm-hmm. high art or uh, out there to change the world or anything it's a, it's a sci-fi sex comedy with a lot of lame elements that are almost winning yes. uh, and overall it's good fun so I mean, it's a, it's a really not much to it uh, than that, I suppose. Let me ask you something. Yes. Uh, Macy Wu, who plays Future, did you think uh, she kind of looked a little bit like Ikari Oshima? A little bit, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I was but that, sexier, uh, I think. Just but... yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and I thought like um, b- without even looking into it because I know not a lot of Hong Kong actors that she's mainlander, I believe. Or Taiwanese do take the clothes off, so I assume that the main girl would have been Japanese, but uh, no, they got uh, they got the mainlander or a, um, a Taiwanese actress. I'm pretty sure, anyway, based on the fact yeah. that her name is written on Hong Kong movie database in the Mandarin Mandarin manner, like Wu Xing Xing. Yeah. Um, so there you go. So and she does get naked in the movie. They yeah. don't use a stand-in, but um, otherwise the cast is very anonymous. Uh, the girls, <laughs> I don't recognize anyone uh, uh, as such. So. Uh, any more notes? Otherwise, I'll do the availability for ya. One more uh, movie reference I m- missed where uh, they have this part where the subtitles read, they will do down- upside-down kiss now? And I thought that was a Spider-Man reference. Oh, okay. That, that, that flew right by me. So. <laughs> because because it was a, a subtle reference compared to the other shit that uh, oh they Oh, God, everybody's just like, might as well just Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, Spider-Man reference. Got it. Um, and also, I just want to mention Deadshot Detective Hawk. He's um, yeah, this is like the law guy in a comedian from various Stephen Chow movies. You might have seen him in a Chinese Odyssey too, where he sings "Only You," you know, yeah. "Only You" in English too. So that's <laughs> He's law, terrible law. and great in the movie. I love Law Guy Ying. He's um, yeah. 
It's in a movie I'm watching now called Whatever You Want, where he they make a parody of Shunking Express, and he's uh, dressed up as uh, Bridget Lynn from Shunking Express. Oh wow! And um, yeah, I, I love Lo- looking. He plays this like old style PI called Hawk, who's uh, very clumsy but still has his own jingle whenever he introduces himself. Every time he takes his hat off and says, to, you know, Detective Hawk. I can't even remember how the music goes, yeah. but it's, it's terrible. <laughs> I, I love his energy. It's a little bit yeah. get, guest part, but he gets to take part in the end, uh, during the finale, the climax. And uh, yeah, Logay, very funny, very funny. Yeah. Good actor, too. I think he's uh, he has a background in picking opera, actually. So um, Yeah, he shows up late, but he makes, uh, you know, he makes a name for himself yeah. in the movies, get, for sure. You know, guest appearance normally is like, well, that's pretty lame, just a walk-on thing. And yeah, it's yeah. a walk-on thing, but he utilizes it very well. Uh, because he's ex- essentially in two scenes, and um, but uh, yeah, I remember Law Gang, and uh, it's uh, good fun. Right on. Mm-mm-mm. As for availability, this is a recent movie, so that it has both VCD, DVD, and Blu-ray releases in Hong Kong. But since the DVD that I got is uh, region free, I bet the Blu-ray is coded for that region as uh, well. Mm. So, uh, so if you have a region free player, yeah, you can buy it in that regard. But uh, uh, I've seen Western covers of it too. I think uh, the Western cover I saw was maybe Australia um, or, or origin, so it might have been released in Australia as well. Uh, but you can get it. It's uh, most of you got region free DVD players, and I'm, uh, the DVD looks fine for this. It is not a movie that's begging to only be seen in HD. Uh, so it, it, it looks fine. And uh, you does might the Blu-ray have multiple angles? So <laughs> I, I, I don't have it, so I can't make that research. But I, Darn! I hope to God, cast chair. I did it in DVD once that have multi-angle. I gotta have it again. But they, they didn't do it for four sex and chopsticks, so I wonder if uh, they've forgotten about the feature altogether. How could they? But uh, it's recommended. Uh, if you want to follow cast chair and follow him to 2011 as well. Uh, so, next time. I, I have two suggestions, and we'll, we'll see what we'll uh, do. I, I um, We're gonna plan two episodes kind of at the same time. I propose going dark for one of the next ones. So not a, one of those crime depictions on screen like we have done in the past for mm-hmm. the 90s exploitation movies, but I always wanted to do a historical look at uh, the events depicted in uh, Mouton Face, uh, Notorious Men Behind the Sun, mm-hmm. and, uh, and also Black Sun, The Nanking Massacre. Yeah. Uh, you know, n- nothing too big because uh, in terms of historical research, because we, you know, there's much to cover, and we're not going to be the mo- you know, the prime authorities on this, but uh, I- I'd like to put matters into perspective and uh, look at uh, that notorious movie and uh, judge talk it for about, what it is. Yeah, talk about cats. Yeah, and if that was real or not. Um, you know, uh, uh, many lean towards the fact that that cat was not ripped apart by the rats and it's uh, all faked. But um, I'm going to investigate this shit. Yes, indeed. That's also a perspective we're going to include. But seeing as that will take a little bit longer to uh, research. I also propose if we can schedule it, uh, another sit-down in the Tidewaddy Theatre, a uh, quick one, uh, because it's easy to do those shows, and therefore do an episode on two movies about making category-free movies. Ooh. You know, Namely, Whole Fans Temptation Summary 2. Uh, one has nothing to do with making category-free movies. Uh, one is where you see the category-free man a lot more, played by Li Chung Ling. In the second one, they do reference it as they make a category-free man, category-free movie within the movie. <laughs> but Temptation Summary 2 is uh, based solely on, you know, behind-the-scenes stuff, uh, making movies. And it's a sweet one, Li Chung Ling stars in it. And also, I want to talk about the little-known... Uh, 
It's supposed to be called Legend of an Erotic Movie Star, but the poster reads Legend of Erotic Movie Star. <laughs> so, <laughs> L-E-D-G-E-N. That's and the way we're going to refer to it. I'm pretty sure I'm so silly that I'm going to refer to it Legend. as Legend. Uh, the title on the print, I'm not sure about. I'm not sure even that it even had an English a title on the print. So, um, but it's quite a fun one. I uh, not a high like profile one, but I think Stuart Ong was in it at some point, which makes it high profile. Obviously, is it so. uh, similar to Ledkin of the Overfiend? <laughs> not, unfortunately, not. But it's still oh, fun. Darn, so, darn. Uh, but uh, we'll we'll cover that and uh, have fun with that in one of the next episodes. But in the meantime, this has been this weekend's lead on uh, on these two movies, and the episode was twenty three. Twenty three episodes. You've been on at least thirteen or fourteen, I believe. So. Hell's yeah. So uh, enjoying that. Uh, but uh, anyway, this uh, is located at podcastonfire.com where with all the bonus episodes and all the other shows. Email for feedback, podcastonfire at googlemail.com, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash POF network. And also our discussion group is reachable on that page, or you can type in podcast on fire network in the Facebook search box. Tweet us, twitter.com forward slash podcast on fire. I do my various category free reviews and ninja exploitation and Taiwanese black movies reviews at sogoodreviews.com and sleazykvideo.com. And I tweet at twitter.com forward slash sogoodreviews. And we are on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, write. Tell us what you think. Love. Uh, Stitcher, stream. <laughs> that, that's what you do. <laughs> One word to everything. Yeah, stream. And download that application to your iPhone, iPad, or Android. And it's K video. Watch. <laughs> it's easy. K. Dot. It's K video. It's dot com. It's one of those dot coms. But uh, Stitcher you can download uh, to your uh, Apple devices and your Android. And uh, once you're in, type in This Week in Sleaze and that will get you the option to add each show individual. individually. Shelflifeclothing.com T-shirts. Very cellular. Very cellular.net. Reviews. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, look, look forward to Halloween uh, Horror Man. For, what is the title of, it, uh, of the thing? Halloween yeah. Horrors. Halloween Horrors. So uh, yeah. look for that. That's VeryCelluloid.net, regardless if uh, it has passed or not, as we talked about uh, during yeah. the opening. But anyway, let's stop for now, because I'm sure we'll return to it. Let's, uh, let's uh, stop the fucking... Uh, let's stop the fucking cash flow. Stop taking <laughs> cash. Stop. Uh, oh, shut up now. I sign off the fucking show. <laughs> Damn. Sean okay, Sean. Mad. Okay, whatever you say, Sean. He's mad. I, I'll slap you in the fucking tears. Well, we don't have tears. I'll slap you in the. F- He's been drinking again. I'm scared. What are podcasts? When I was James Bond, there were no podcasts. <laughs> what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> getting pulled into it unwillingly so, but, uh, that's what we do I'm sorry for that bad impression but uh, folks but uh, there we are but uh, see you next time bye Who's there? It's me, Sean Connery. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs>
I've been hearing stuff about you talking about my fucking Twitter account. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sean. It was Ken. It was all Ken. I'll fucking blame Ken. <laughs> it was I'll, him, st- I'll strangle Ken with me kilt. <laughs> with me kilt. 